little love struck chucklers and welcome back yes back to fool's follies perfect guides that's right we've taken a little bit of a hiatus uh about a year and three months by the time you're hearing this in your delectable little ears but we are we're back with the fool's follies perfect guides last year in fact two years ago we showed you how to have a perfect christmas and this year joining me your host connor Maud, as always are my wonderful co-hosts darren hill hello and Nicole Halsey. That's me. And we're here this time to show you how to have the perfect Valentine's Day. Um, Love is in the air, guys. Yeah. Also, sorry, I have to say, uh, a year isn't a hiatus. We fucking eloped. That, that's <laughs> not. That's not what we did. We did. We did point. a Reichenbach fall and just yeah. decided to completely. Yeah, we like, we basically did. My aunt did this. She went. She did the equivalent of uh, she left. She was like, "I'm gonna go live in Canada." Got to Canada and went it's really fucking cold and came back. But she you know she stayed out there for about eighteen months and she's like, she was like, "Fine, it's I'm up to my knees and snow." That's what I like did. the idea that every day she kind of woke up hoping that Canada had got somehow less cold <laughs> and then just went to bed disappointed because it was still cold. Why won't Canada do what I want it to do? Yeah, <laughs> she just sort of, was she just sort of banking on climate change the entire time? I think so. Really hoping that oh, do you reckon? Is... I bet she got back and then it started yeah. warming up and she was like, shit. Oh, because now if she'd gone now, like actually that, that bet would have worked. Yeah. She, she, she's the equivalent of betting on crypto before crypto was even invented. I like that. But you know what I mean? If crypto was a country, it would be Canada. That's what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Um, I'm well, going to start like... off Valentine's in the correct way by pouring myself a big bottle of a uh, big glass of wine. I think is the only way to do that. Um, yeah. Yes, I, I'm yeah, also get, drinking. You've got to get drunk to get through it. Fuck me. So, Darren, Honestly. Darren, are you are you drinking? Are you... I, I I'm drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee oh. out of an otter head. Ah, oh, lovely. <laughs> the only way Good to, to do it. Good. Yeah. So we're, so Nicole and I are getting fools trolleyed. Uh, we're enjoying that. And we're going we're gonna to crack on. Mm. And we're going to show you, much like we did with Christmas, everyone, we're going to show you how to have the perfect Valentine's Day. Now, we've come up with some talking points, and we think this is how we can make it happen. This is how we can make it go forward from here. Now, the first thing I wanted to have a little chat about, guys, and mm. um, the first sort of question I've got written down here is, I think the Valentine's sponsor, the mascot, if you will, yeah. of Cupid, has gotten a little bit tired, right? And I think it's time... That we, that we moved on to something bigger, new, different, right? So I think we should come up with the perfect Valentine's mascot. Nicole Housie, would you like to kick us off? Who you think the perfect... Yeah, I would actually. Because I was thinking about, like, what is it that Cupid does? Cupid is the one who supposedly tells you who you're supposed to fall in love with. And I think that takes a lot of trust. So I was thinking, who do I trust? And the obvious answer is Dolly Parton. <laughs> brilliant answer thank you Great. very much brilliant answer because like think about it dolly parton well she's just lovely isn't she like mm. oh, i try oh you just look at her and go oh yeah that works like dolly parton 10 out of 10 like it's such a good do you know why it's such a good answer is we could be talking about any 
mythological or pro- any figure, a Dolly Parton is an acceptable answer to what that, that thing is. Yeah. She, Absolutely. One, Absolutely. One of the most wholesome women in in the world. I, 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 I think she's amazing. She's absolutely wonderful. And uh, it, Dolly Parton could tell me to walk headfirst into an electric fence and I'd think it was a good idea. So obviously, now, the thing with that is, is obviously Cupid fires a, a magical bow and arrow into two people to make them fall in love. Does, does, Dolly, does Dolly do something similar or is there something different that happens? So in my head, what Dolly Parton does is you'll kind of realise that you've been chosen because all you hear is... I'll see if I can get this right. No, that's not coming through. That's not coming through at all? Well, that's upsetting. No. The little clicky-clack of the of the nails. Okay. Oh, I got a little bit. I got a little bit of that. that was... Oh, okay. Yeah, because obviously in the very famous song 9 to 5, there is almost like a washboard sound effect that was made by Dolly herself, and it is just her playing her own nails. And it is... Playing yeah, it is. She literally is playing her own nuts, and it's the most satisfying sound. And it's half the reason that yeah. I got fake nails, so I can do it, because okay. it just sounds wonderful. So you just kind of hear that in the back of your head. And if you hear that, because, of course, Dolly Parton is magical, you will hear that, your prospective other will hear that, and you'll both mm. connect in a mutual moment of nail washer board goodness. You will be surprised how you can get someone to do something that you want by singing or using Dolly Parton music. I, the other day, I managed to coax someone down flight of stairs because they were having a moment by singing nine to five at them, and they started singing it with me, and they were they were coming down like it's it, it there is some and they didn't even know the song. You just start singing, and they just start going. It's so brilliant. How many people can you just get in just singing in harmony as soon as you just say one word, and that word is Jolene? I yes. I also th- this is where like I know we we always do the funny, but I think there is room for wholesome here, which is that mm-hmm. if you just if you just look at the song Jolene and actually as a symbol for love, Dolly Parton, that song is a breakup song and a song about uh, being cheated on. If that song was written today, it would be a little mix song and it would all be fuck you, you've got small dick and all the things. <laughs> she sure? she she went. That song is. I know you're brilliant and I get why he feels the way he feels about you, but I can't lose him. He's my man. Yeah. yeah. And what that's what I enjoy about it. Dolly Parton is not tearing down another woman. No. She's very much kind of like she's pleading. Yeah. Mm. It's heartbreaking because part of you wants to go, Dolly, you can do better. Clearly. Because it's like, Dolly fucking Parton. Dolly Parton. But Thank you. It's a fantastic answer. Um, Darren, do you Normally you go start on? as you mean to go on, that's me done. <laughs> Darren, you know we, we we've got the the uh, with the yeah. answer of Dolly Parton there. Do you have a Do you have an idea? Was there a uh, mascot you had in head? Yeah, in your head? I, I've not gone as wholesome. <laughs> I've, okay. I've gone purely practical. I just think we need someone who's good at throwing shit. So I've gone for Phil the Power Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. I, I think he's a 16-time World Dart Champion. Mm. Um, he's now retired, so he's got the time. He's, yeah. His, you know, his, 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 his averages are were a joke. He's clearly, you know, clearly good accuracy. I think if you just, if you need someone to go into an arena and throw shit at two people and hit the mark, I think it makes sense. There are training courses for love and compassion. Surely we could put together for him and HR practices. Yeah, like he, right. he'd be fine. Like all, all of that, a packet. all of that stuff. I have a quick question. So obviously he's really good at throwing darts. Yes. Is he only good at throwing darts? 
Would you want a pie contest? Yeah. See, who, see who wins? Yeah, I don't know what he's like with a javelin or anything, but I think... Because, um... like, obviously, like, with Cupid, it's an arrow, and that's not quite the same thing as a dart. So if he's no. eating an arrow, that no. might have a different force profile that he's used to, which yeah. may mean for a few slip-ups along the way. Yeah, oh, he's, also, he he's, also a, he's also a relatively older man now. <clears throat> Uh, so I don't really want to task him with having to throw anything particularly heavy just because I think there's lawsuits then to be had. Uh, and uh, well, if it's a paper aeroplane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If he threw... The, 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 the... Oh, yeah. Love starts with a paper cut. Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. They always say um, love hurts. I just... I also think if you looked at him, if you were to Google him... So anyone who doesn't know Phil the Power Taylor, just Google Phil the Power Taylor. He, uh, he, he wouldn't stand out in a crowd. Because he's he's the equivalent of he's, he 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 basically be like your granddad. Yeah. He's just he's just the bumbling old man, and then you'd be walking around, you'd look around, going who's around it? Cupid wings, fucking nappy, like sticks out, right? Or you'd go, oh, you'd just be walking around, and then suddenly little, oh fuck, what was that in my ass? Uh, assuming <laughs> it's always in there. Uh, because, oh, fuck, and then you turn around and go, oh, it can't. It's that sweet old man. That sweet old man has thrown a stick into my backside, and now I love this person. Yeah, do you know? So, hmm. I like how you I, have the dichotomy I, of Dolly Parton and Phil the Power Taylor. Oh, what, yeah. but what about a and double like, act? Yeah, if you're, if you're serenaded, you're serenaded by Dolly Parton, and she distracts you, and then Phil the Power and Phil the Power Taylor throws a dart into your backside. Mm. You know what? You thank Dolly. It, it is. It, that is. That is the equivalent of a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go. <laughs> that really <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay. Well, that's. Do you know what? I, when I was coming up with sort of what I had in mind, I didn't really think about the whole having to be incognito thing, because yeah. basically what what happened, guys, is I started with cocoa puffs and worked backwards, and I landed on eventually for my Valentine's mascot to be Tony the Tiger, and nice. I got there because. The catchphrase already works. The catchphrase for Frosties is there. Great, right? Mm. So I was sort of, you know, and I, like I said, I started with Cocoa Pops. Yeah, I had gone with Tony the Tiger because they're great. And I thought you sort of, you, you, shit, you, you, you celebrate your love over a communal bowl of Frosties. And that's sort of where I've gone there. Um, Are you I guess trying we to can find put... a very backwards way of saying you've had a sponsor for the show and it's Frosties? Guys, I'm just saying that there might be some money coming in from mm. a certain cereal brand I mean, within the remit of this show. If, Hello. If I could put in, if I could put in a wild card answer, yeah. put in a wild card answer, and we we Love reactivate it. one of our favourite laws at Falls Folly, which is Winton's law. <sighs> Love that. Which law. is the idea that we can a anyone's got the power of necromancy, but we actually bring back Dale Winton because let's be honest, the true heroes of Valentine's Day are fucking blokes who haven't sorted it out and dashing around the supermarkets. So like <laughs> fucking the host of Supermarket Sweep would be like the best fucking cupid. It's like go on lads, go on, get all the fucking chocolate. Go get, get all the that. chocolate that you need. I like how it, all we all can, like canonically know that it is the men who's rushing around panicking, whereas the women are just kind of sat oh, there. Right. Yeah, I couldn't give a shit. Women, we, we all know women are better. It's fine. That's, and that's fine that we know that. Yeah. That's fine. Particularly when it comes to love. Men are trash uh, when it comes to love. Not all the time. I don't want to tarnish everyone with the same brush. Well, I think you we know. can. Yeah, look, we definitely can. <laughs> we definitely can. Okay, so we've got what essentially... It, I guess what I'm asking, guys, then. Can we have Dolly Parton serenading you... Whilst Phil the Power Taylor is throwing darts at you to fall in love, but I do want Tony the Tiger 
just to let you know that you've made a good choice. Okay. And he says they're great. Can I? I'll, I'll pitch the answer where you get all three. Okay. Go on. Phil, Phil the Power Tailor dresses up as Tony the Tiger. <laughs> and has to belt out Dolly Parton numbers at you. <laughs> As he tries to sneak up at you, dressed like a big tiger with a with a love dart that he's going to throw into your own bullseye. Because <laughs> he's got he's got a target to hit. He does indeed. Got, yeah, <clears throat> he oh, does indeed. Let's hope he improves that average over time. Otherwise, yikes. Mm. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, his average was great. That was the, that's yeah. the thing about Phil okay. the Power Taylor. What you need more to say, though, is it More was. Phil the Power Taylor in my love podcast than I was expecting. Anyone else? No. <laughs> I no. don't even know who he is. This, is, this is what happens when I don't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I came up with Dolly Parton, and that's yeah. literally the best answer I've got yeah. tonight. So good mm. luck, guys. I have a question for both of you. Uh, and that is that is there a what is the perfect Valentine's Day tradition or not even the perfect one what what is one that you would like to add and indeed is there one that you'd actually quite like to get rid of is there a Valentine's tradition you know because if we're building the perfect one there's probably room for improvement right we can get rid of some and bring in some new ones and we innovated on the Christmas dinner let's face it as well so I'm sure we can do it again here I think in terms of how if, if you're going to do like the traditional this is how this day goes I think if you are going to celebrate that day, and I think that is a totally personal choice for for each couple anyway, I think if you are going to, I think it would be great if there wasn't a expectation to buy gifts, but to do experiences. Nice. Together. Agreed. Um, like and, and, and I think actually that as a rule can extend out to almost any festival in which gift giving is a thing. I'm slowly starting to work. No, I slowly started to work on it because someone said it to me at work over Christmas, which is like, we don't do gifts for each other now. We are, we do tickets and we go do, th- you know, and I go, that is, that is a gift that then has a wider thing and you're not just getting clutter, which is fine. Yeah, it's creating I, memories. So I think as a tradition, if you're going to do a tradition that there's no gifts on Valentine's Day, but there's, if you're going to, if you're going to do it, do something. Do a thing. Mm. I agree with that. I like that. I, I, I totally agree. And I think, yeah, let's face it, that, you know, it's much more fun to sort of, you know... Or have a wank in the woods. I don't know. What do you want from me? <laughs> I think you can also have a wank in the woods. Uh, at least it's doing something. Those two something. things are not mutually exclusive. No. no. You can you you can, you can can not buy a gift and have wank a wank in the woods. What if you what give the it? gift of a wank in the woods? What is it? Oh, that's just a sticky card. <laughs> I used oh, to do, like, homemade Oh, it's sticky vouchers. and smells of pine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, used to have, I mean that like, could in that point that could that, that that time it could actually just be tree sap though so you true. know I used to make like Maybe homemade vouchers and I really, really like the idea of like doing some this year and one of them just says a wank in the woods free of charge and that just gives me a lot of joy I would argue a wank in the woods is always free of charge though <laughs> Hey, hey, everyone, stop recording. We've got to just talk about an immediate income stream that we can tap into, which is wanking in the woods. <laughs> wanking in the woods. It sounds like Unless such you a paid good name for a, for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Just literally, this is like like top tier Patreon, like yeah. basically branching into OnlyFans, if you'll pardon the pun. And yeah. then literally, it's just us wanking in different woods and giving a review. And, and this it is the forest of Dean. It was it lovely. Should only, it should be set Hang up. on. It should be set up. You know, only ferns. Oh, oh nice. no. <laughs> it, and it should be set up. You know, like those, uh, you get them on YouTube, like the walk-alongs. 
which is like yes. a, a thing, and set up like a walk along because particularly fucking middle aged to old people love that shit. Yeah, like and then they walk along, you go oh, and, and set it up sweet and innocent, like oh, and, and it's lovely, and it just ends with a little like don't even show it actually. Be yeah. classier than that, but just the camera just shakes for a little bit, and then you just hear, Ugh, and, yeah, then it, just... and then you carry on. I like that. No, I like to, to bring it back round to Valentine's Day. As if have it <laughs> like wanking in the woods. <laughs> wanking in the woods. So, Darren, if correct me if I'm wrong, you yeah. suggested wanking in the woods rather than buying gifts on Valentine's Day. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I'm just saying. If I woke up on Valentine's Day and my significant other just went, uh, "We're going let's for, go for a wank going, in the woods. Let's go for a wank in the woods." Mm. I'm at least intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like we're like, like, oh, you've got my attention. Yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. you know, aside from, you know, you would ask which woods. To, to get, yeah. You know. You all got to figure out the logistics. Your you know if you need to jump in the car or not. Yeah. Because um, yeah. <laughs> as we all know, once I've had a wank, I cannot operate heavy machinery for about three hours. So, like. No. I've they say to... that on a forklift, it's under the influence of alcohol, drugs, or cum. <laughs> <laughs> We're barely half an hour in and we're already yeah. talking about public masturbation. Like, of this course isn't... we are. The yeah. fool's folly way, if you will. Um, Nicole Halsey, have yes. you got a tradition that you would like to take away or add or both? I'm so glad you asked me about what to take away because there's one tradition that I cannot fathom. And I mm-hmm. guess it kind of ties into Darren's thing about clutter. And it is obnoxiously large teddy bears. Okay. Like the really fucking big ones that just take yeah. up so much space. And it's yeah. it's not about how much I love you. It's about how much I want to inconvenience you. And I also yes. saw a video of someone who would put themselves in one of those teddy bear costumes to scare their other half. Um, and now I have a fear of the overly sized teddy bears and mm. I don't want to get arrested. Can I make a caveat to that then? Can you go the other way and make it even bigger than that? Sort of as, like, as big as your house. Because then you're not going to have any I'd trouble argue with that's sort of like obnoxious though. Yeah, it is, but it's like it's obnoxious in a more brilliant way. I find because I, I understand what you mean. The idea of a, a big teddy bear that you have to keep inside really annoying. A big teddy bear that has that has to physically live outside, like Clifford the Big Red Dog. But you know. Okay, Connor. What I need to un- like I need you to understand here. We are talking about stuffed bears that are not alive, mm. not actual like black, brown, grizzly bears. Can we just ah? Can we just mm. like the giving of a bear? Of a real bear. <laughs> the giving of a bear. You know what? I'd rather have a real bear. No, you wouldn't. Okay. No, you no, I absolutely you. would. <laughs> you, I absolutely you, would. Do you know you why? They're terrifying. You know why? Yeah, they are terrifying. Exactly. So mm. either this bear is going to yeet me out of existence, and in a way that's much cheaper and more cost effective <laughs> than we've got going on. Number two, they're fluffy as heck. They are great to have a little tickle of. Or number three, no one's going to fuck with me. I've got a bear. Right, okay, so our morning at the moment starts with, if you get up in the morning, you have to fight a bear, and if you survive the fight with the bear, you get to go into the woods and have a wank. Or... <laughs> Do you bring the bear? You... No, no, oh, or... Oh, no, no. Or, or halfway through, you're going to get really distracted by something. <laughs> if you or halfway go down through, to the wank. woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. <laughs> Hang on, I've got it in my head now. I, th- I don't know if it's because I saw Avatar recently, but do you remember in that bit in the Avatar films they bond with the um, the banshees, like the flying beasts? Yeah. Is this how you bond with your bear? You bring them down to the woods to have a wank and with come you? Come on, it. <laughs> no, never said no. that. And then you have a tea party, Connor. <laughs> ah, you're quite right, of course. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. No, you're uh, absolutely right. Yeah, tea bears, and cucumber sandwiches. 
I, I, but to bring it back on track, yes, I'm sir. totally with you. I mean, when you said obnoxiously yeah. big, Connor, I wondered if you meant so obnoxiously big that you have to live in the bear. Oh, so the bear actually, is now your yes. house. Yes, I like that. And you sort of, maybe like the, your kitchen's in one of its little paws or big mm. paws, as it were. So you basically just is, get like uh, a house a, cozy your... in the yeah. shape yeah. of the bear. I could get, I could get behind that in a way because then you are, you are the fairy tale. Gas. You're the fairy tale family, aren't you? In the street, yeah. Nice, yeah. It would make fumigating houses a lot more interesting if they did sort of fun and exciting shapes every time rather than just those big sort of red and white circus tents that they use. Mm. True. If your house was getting fumigated because it was, you know, infested with bed bugs, really gross thing, everyone can see that. If your house is getting fumigated because of bed bugs, but outside it's maybe bad. it's a jolly ostrich, yeah. that's really exciting and fun. Yeah. Another, another business idea is what I'm saying, guys. Alongside the giant teddy bear, the thing I actually really wanted to get rid of is like, is how everything suddenly needs to be heart-shaped. It's oh, like the yeah. gingerbread thing during Christmas, right, for me, mm-hmm. is that suddenly every... Cards are heart-shaped, boxes of chocolates are heart-shaped. Uh, boxes that you put gifts in are heart-shaped. The tags you put on gifts are heart-shaped. Everything suddenly becomes heart-shaped. But it's the not the only... shape of a heart, though, is it? Exactly my point, Nicole. Awesome. I'm glad you yeah. brought that up, because what I would like to add is anatomically correct heart-shaped heart. yeah. things. Yeah. However, not just human hearts. Hear me out. You, get, you go on a first date with someone, maybe you get them a box of chocolates that is human heart-shaped, because it's smaller. You love someone a lot, you feel it, realise you want to spend the rest of their life with them. Maybe you get a deer's heart because they're a lot bigger. They contain a lot more things. And you can give that gift as love. All this is just teaching me is that I need to Google the size of animals' hearts to make sure that I am demonstrating the correct amount of affection. Do a blue whale heart, I'm sure. Yeah, I was thinking large. a blue whale heart would be like the ultimate because that shit's like seven yeah. Volkswagen Beetles or something ridiculous. Also, if you had to, if you had to replace the heart with any other part of the body, good question. What, Let me what think about that. Would it be I... penis? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're talking about the organ or the shape? Because I think otherwise, I've really misunderstood the criteria. Well, both work actually. With the idea of just replacing my heart with a penis, I mean, it might, it might work a bit. <laughs> Pretty better. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Gets yeah. a point of a heart bypass. The, yeah. Like the yeah. rib spreaders just come apart, just reveal a penis. Yeah. You just see the surgeon yeah. go, "That's funny," and then they just leave it. Yeah, uh, you've got a, a a dicky ticker. Well, I've got a dicky ticker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, do you know what? Do you know? Oh, do you know what? Actually, the org- the organ of love should be should be a kidney. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can't actually yeah. give someone your heart. You cannot physically give someone give someone your heart. You if, you, if you give someone your heart, you die. But you yes. theoretically, if you love someone enough, you could give them a kidney. You yeah, could, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So really, I'm, I'm, we, sh- we should just we, uh, just be like flopping down a kidney on. Okay. On cards. Like that. That yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm happy with that. Nice. This is oh. going really well, I think. Yeah. A quick programming note in the middle of the episode. <laughs> Let's do that. We can have a good chat. Ah. Oh. It's good to do self-assurance, though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> you're give yourself right, a little pep yeah. talk in the middle. Just really, just, just just jam that in the centre, bang in the centre of the episode. Oh, that's <laughs> fine, lads. This one's not totally shit. Like, <laughs> it's all right. So I was sort of wondering if either of you had an idea about what what's the perfect thing to say to woo your potential Valentine. And indeed, again, is there a is there a worst thing to say? Because I think if we narrow, maybe if we get rid of the worst things to say, we can find actually the perfect one. Nicole Housie, why don't you start us off? I've got the perfect thing to say, my friend. Go for it. You go. Just hang on, I need to count how many words there are because I forgot. (laughs) 
good to have a programming note halfway through your show. Uh, <laughs> it's just six little This one's going words. quite well, isn't it? <laughs> it's just six little words. Go on. I'm going to leave you alone. Oh, yeah. Because right. there is so much stress that comes with Valentine's Day. I think this kind of links into what you were saying, Darren, about like all those mm. gifts and clutter and things like that. There's so much pressure yeah. that comes with Valentine's Day, the I, determination to prove that you're the best couple or you're the best partner and all yeah. that. And there's usually lots of fights that occur, and it's just usually a crock of shit. I have never had a good Valentine's Day. Like, it just never yeah. happens. So the idea that someone could just turn around to me and be like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Je- yeah, I, 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 I could not agree more to the point where I sort of go, it's the perfect answer because, yeah, I agree. I Again, I think it's an answer that doesn't just um, go with Valentine's Day. I think it could extend to everything. And sometimes the best gift to give someone is free them of the obligation to buy for you. To, the best thing to be said is like, oh, let's, let's not do it this year. And sometimes you go, oh, fantastic. Mm. And... And it's that thing of sometimes when I've had to do Valentine's Day, when I've been in a relationship around about Valentine's Day, I want to say it and I feel I can't say it because then I feel like I'm coming across as either cheap or, do you know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Not supportive and not doing the right things. But as soon as someone else says it, oh God, the weight. It's mm. such a relief, isn't it? It's basically like being released from prison. Like, you know, it's mm. just like, well, not obviously, but you know what I mean. It's just that kind of... <laughs> Which we all know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got caught, I, caught, got caught wanging I, in the woods. I, I times, cannot. I think even if you like do it, but I cannot. I cannot stand people who take it seriously, and who get like, like upset about it. I just yeah. go, oh what? yeah, I'll piss off. Because it's just it. capitalism. Like you are basically being told by big companies to show that you're in love. By surely, love. if you're yeah, like if surely if you are in love, you do not need one big day to prove it. Yeah. And if you really only feel loved on one day of the year, are you really in love? And again, I think if you if you do it, I think. But even if you choose, if you choose, <laughs> if you choose just to go, we'll cook together, sit in front of the telly and watch a film. What a lovely day! What a lo- right? what lovely and like you've done a thing and just go, this is lovely. Happy Valentine's Day, beautiful. And if you happen to go for a walk in the evening, you, you find across... yourself in the woods. You find yourself in the woods. I'm just saying, you guys know what to do. So I've, I've got this a little bit differently because I guess you know. I thought this is this is maybe how you sort of you know you get a potential partner, and I think that's fine. I think so. I sort of came up with a few words hmm. that I thought might might help, and you can sort of let me know. So I was I was maybe thinking something like, "My life is brilliant. My love is pure. I I saw an angel, and then you wink at them. Of that, I'm sure." And then you you leap into an Arctic sea of some description <laughs> as a decla- declaration of your love. Yeah, I'm so annoyed I because I heard be. you singing this earlier today, <laughs> and I wondered why you were singing it. And now I know, and I'm so annoyed I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, you know, I was just wondering. Those maybe are some words that you could use to woo a potential partner. I'm just saying, go out there, go forth and prosper. Is there a worse thing to say? I just think. And is I there th- a worse? Th- is, there, think... is there a worse? Th- if you're so in love, is there a worse thing you can say? If you, if you, if if it's if there's a true Valentine in the mm-hmm. traditional sense of a Valentine is this person yeah. who's supposed to spend the rest of your life. I, with I think the worst. Is there a worse I think thing? the worst thing to say, depending on the medium in which you're communicating, is oh, sorry, wrong chat. <laughs> yeah, Especially if you're talking in person. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you just gotta back yeah. up and then just like swizzle around. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, mine was gonna be on a similar line of just I'm banging your sister. Yeah, yeah, that would be that probably would be pretty bad. That would be as great. A rule. I sort of think. I mean, part of me, the, the more I'm thinking about it, sort of thinks that Valentine's Day is actually a pretty good litmus test for how suitable you are as as people, as a couple. Yes, because yeah, I think so. Because if 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 one, I think if one couple is so into it and the other cup, the other person, one person is so into it and the other person isn't. Hey, so- Darren, look, we you can finally announce it. You're in a quartuplet, and that's fine. Yeah, you know, you're there, there's four of you in your relationship, yeah. and that's, that's so fine, fine man. Uh, and yeah. I'm all for. I think. I think it's really healthy. I think it's really healthy for one person in a relationship, one person to be into something that the other person doesn't share. Uh, yep. I don't think two people can share everything. I think that is unhealthy. However, you know, yeah. it's but, also impossible. It, and, and it's yes, you're quite right. But a day in which you are meant, like it, you are sort yeah. of meant to be entwined, I think your reaction to that is quite a good litmus test of how compatible mm. you are as people. I sort of almost think, unless you really fuck it up. You can't really go wrong. Well, you can't. You can't because if you do, it might be a real good indication that you don't work together. I'm sorry if I'm planting a seed in anyone's head (laughs) that you'll sort of go like... Hang on, we will not apologise if you instigate a conversation that needs to be had because, dear listener, you deserve someone who loves you, cherishes you and shares the same core ideals as you. Yes. And to that end, subscribe to Chuckle Club. (laughs) And Fort Folly in general, just everything. The other, so the other side of this, this that we haven't actually really focused on is being a Valentine, if if that is even a, a, a verb in that sense. You know, to be a Valentine is being able to have that sort of open and, and honest conversation. And if anything, what we're learning here is that, you know, Fool's Folly's Perfect Guide brought to you by Frosties this year is all about choice, unless your choice is a different breakfast cereal. Now then, moving on. I... <laughs> Is there? Is uh, there? We're either this a sponsorship is or a lawsuit, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I often wonder if we could sort of like work backwards on a sponsorship. So that's basically just what I'm going to try and do with all of our yeah. audio programming going forward. We'll sponsor something and backdoor some money afterwards. I'm so we'll thinking. give them the promo. But also, send I'm... them a bunch of emails and see what happens. I'll go on public and say it. I'm happy to go to court, provided the tiger goes. <laughs> If I see the tiger on the fucking stand, I'm in. Like, I fuck it. I'll yeah. pay a fine. It's absolutely yeah. fine. Come at me. Uh, but the, ti- the tiger it's has to go back. in the dock. The tiger has to put his hand on the Bible. The tiger has to swear the oath. And the tiger has... Or, or the tiger has to be the prosecutor. I will be I was going to say, I want him as a lawyer. I want to see fine. Tony in a suit. Yeah. yeah. Need to see Tony in a suit. I really want to see him as sort of a court stenographer, just with those really big nails. Just... It's hard. It's hard to fun. do. Is there? Oh, this is a big one, guys. Ready. Is there a perfect Valentine's Day gift? And I understand actually what we're talking about here is let's say both 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 parties in this yeah. really enjoy Valentine's. They do want to get something for one another. Can we help them find the the perfect gift? I think. Go I've on, the got car it. has a kick. I off. think I've got it. Okay. It just comes to my head right now. It's not what I've got written down. (laughs) Because I think I wrote this down when I was hungry, and that is a very different state of mind. Mm. And it was a big bowl of Frosties, of course. Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, Dinner, big bowl of Frosties, same thing. However, just thinking about it, a toweling robe (laughs) is the best gift you can get anybody. Have you had one, Darren? 
Have you had one? I they don't, are honestly... I, don't, I might be having a bit of a mind blank. I can't picture the thing you're talking about. So it is a bathrobe, but made of towel. Oh, uh, right. Oh, it that's It dries you, but you wear it. And yeah. it's gorgeous. I think... So there's no one particular gift. It's about knowing your partner and knowing at the time what they need. Yeah. So sometimes, like, uh, one one Christmas I bought uh, my my partner i was like the thing that you need is comfort the thing you need this year right now is comfort so big like one of those big cushions you know the ones that wrap around you like those uh really big fluffy socks oversized baggy t-shirt from something that they really really liked uh like just get warm get comfy get snuggled like that was the thing that that was the thing that right now i thought you needed lovely i was right you know, and I think it, it, it's that thing, isn't it? Give them what... So just give... subtle there. And I was right. No, uh... I was. I was. I fucking was. I, I very rarely took my own on gift giving, but that time I got it, I fucking knocked it out of the park. So <laughs> absolutely give nailed them, it. Give them, what, give, them, give them what they need. So if they need a bottle of wine, give them a bottle of wine. If they need, um, if they need uh, tickets to a show, give them tickets to a show. Uh, if they, you know, need the head of a problematic relative, give them the head of a, problem- the head of a problematic mm. relative. Yeah. And know, people yeah. will always need... A toweling robe. Yes. Yeah. A head and a toweling robe. <gasps> yes. yes. A head wrapped in a toweling robe. So you're just basically, Darren, saying it's it's just whatever they need in the moment. I think if you want a serious answer, yeah, yeah, I because that's that's that 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 that's it, right? What's what what's the thing of gift giving? You at that point, hopefully, you know you know enough about a person to sort of guess. Mm-hmm what they need and if you haven't at least worked, an educated guess but if you haven't also worked if you haven't worked out some safe options mm. do you know what I mean where like I go I know that if I have no if I cannot figure out a unique thing that I could get this thing and this thing and this thing for this person and they will like that you should get yeah, but sorry, get a big I've, bowl of frosties I'm, I'm going to have one more thing I think the best okay. gift I think the best gift I think one, potentially the best gift to give to someone on that day is a promise of to do something or we will we will achieve something, or we will aim for something. Doesn't have to be big. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be big. It can be as simple as by this time we get to next year, we will have painted the fucking wall. It doesn't nice. matter. But like a a thing that we are going to that that, that involves both of us that we're going to do together that we're going to grow and whatever. So I, I promise. Hello. Can I jump off the back of that? Yes. And kind of lead into what is the worst gift? Because I wish you yeah. would. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Fucking hell, bro. Let me get to it. Um, so where you've just said the gift of a promise. Mm. Not a fucking engagement ring. Yeah. Ah, Never nice. propose on Valentine's yes. Day because it smacks of, I didn't know what else to get. Yeah. So I'm going to give you me for the rest of my life. So you're yeah. giving the gift of a project. And you <laughs> need to be in the right mental state for that. You, you may as well no give them a project. Give them one of those fucking build a volcano kits. Like you'd have a way. So much time. better. You've got so much better payoff yeah. with a build your own volcano kit because yeah. you can see the end in sight. Give them an airfix Spitfire and let them crack on. I. <laughs> but honestly, like there's one. Th- it's not romantic to propose on Valentine's Day. It literally it is mm. the worst day of the year to propose because everything's gonna be more expensive. Yeah, because yep. it's Valentine's Day, and so basically you're just saying you're wasting money. And if we're going to be getting married, we've got mo- we need to put money in the bank, bro. Well, I want to I want to buy a house. 
Um, but the real answer, of course, for the be- perfect Valentine's Day gift brought to you by Kellogg's Frosties this year is a copy of James Blunt's 2004 masterpiece, Back to Bedlam. We can move on. Speaking of music, what is the perfect romantic song? Ooh. That is a very good question. Well. Thank you. Everyone quickly look at their notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Just my fault my phone note. locked on me. Um, <laughs> So my favourite thing is, is I think when I answer these, I kind of answer them in a fugue state. So I don't really put many words between my notes. So reading them is quite fascinating because trying to extrapolate my thought process is quite wonderful. So I've put anything Lionel, mm, the hokey cokey. Notoriously oh. not by Lionel Richie. It's very so much. So I don't know. Yeah, it's very much yeah. putting things in and out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's why I did it. Thank you, yeah. Darren. Thank, Thank you, you for yeah. understanding my brain. Yeah, better there than I go. do. Yeah, that was why. Oh, you're so right. It's because it felt like a really basic instruction manual. They do talk about left arm in, left arm out. Hey, everyone needs to know how to fist. <laughs> I thought we were talking about puppetry. <laughs> we are. Yes. Yeah. God, yeah. sexy well, puppet. Well, oh, perfect, perfect song though. <laughs> what is? What is it? Does this mean we have to write the perfect song? Do oh okay, that's an interesting question. Because if we're struggling what? to think of it, that must suggest it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist yet. So what what things do the perfect song have to have? I think that's a great. I, I think it's got to be sung by Wet Wet Wet. <laughs> Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, I would say heavy saxophone usage. Mm. Yeah, got involved with sax. Yeah, I've got uh, to say, there's something quite sexy about saxophone. Sung by Wet Wet Wet, saxophone, yeah, saxophone, please, come on, mm-hmm. it's so close. I was going to yeah. say, I was being very sexual, but hold, yeah, sure. Okay, hold on, hold on, it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate love collab, it's Wet 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 and Barry White. Of course. <gasps> right. Without a doubt. Does he become Barry Wet? Barry I imagine. Barry. I, ima- I imagine with his wife, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Wet. Oh. Is that the name of the band, just Barry Wet Wet Wet? Love yeah. is All Around Me and In Me by Barry Wett. The music video is shot entirely in the woods. <laughs> For some reason. For some reason, it looks like it's, shaky cam. It's Barry Wett. It's Barry Wett on a, on a piece of like log, you know, like a, a tree stub that's fallen over. Uh, with a, a, saxophone, wood, okay. a saxophone playing. And just in the distance, there is a bear juggling kidneys. Just yeah. like, for no real reason. And we don't explain it at all. We're just like, hey, yeah, okay. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I've just come. So, you know, I think we're what's the name of this what's the name of the song? Should we do it one word at a time? Yes. <gasps> Bags you not yet. Go. Uh, Darren, you start. Okay. Love when Woody. <laughs> Love when Woody. Love when uh should we just keep it there? <laughs> yeah, I think love we when should. Woody. Love. love when Woody. Love when Woody. Oh, wait. Barry Wet. Love by we- Barry Wet and the Kidney yeah. Jugglers. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. What do you think the perfect grand gesture is? So you know, always like it's that crescendo moment in the movies, right? Where like the the romantic coupling mm. finally happens, <laughs> if you will. Um, what is that perfect grand gesture? Nicole, how's your start Barry Wet has been played. Yeah. A bear has taken your kidney. Yeah. For better or worse. Excellent. So I think in that moment, there is an exchange. So someone gives a scroll to the other person. So usually in these kind of storylines, I imagine myself 
as part of it. I don't know if anyone else does this, but when it comes to answering these questions, I think, okay, what would I like? So in this scenario, I'm imagining my prospective other giving me a scroll. Because I think it's like a bit more like what you said, Darren, like the ultimate grand gesture to me is the suggestion of effort. And the more effort you put in, the grander the gesture. And that scroll would be the certification of attending a female anatomy class. Nothing to me suggests Mm. more effort than you understanding how my body works Mm -hmm. in the best aim to probably attempt to please it. Can I I ask your opinion? Because I really agree with you. And I've I've been in a situation where recently I turned around to someone, I turned around to uh, and just went, show me what you need for for your period right now. Show me what show yep. show me what you show me what you need. Show me what you use. And we had a conversation, and I said, I don't, I do not understand everything. I do yep. not understand everything, but I understand that I cannot and should never. Uh, tell you how you should respond or feel or whatnot to to anything. If you're feeling a thing, uh, and also if you want to tell me something about what your body's doing, I have to listen. Like that is that is the rule. I don't. I'm, if I don't understand it, that's all right. I tried knitting and the other day and I couldn't get it. But like it. I, I tried it. Like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're allowed to not understand it, but it is down to you to express you don't understand it, as opposed to try and bullshit your way through it. I think this is nothing. I think, but also again, I think actually, if you just define love as it doesn't have to be uh, a romantic partner. If you love someone, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I'm a man. I, I'm a man. I have female. I have female friends who I love and adore. Um, mm. I think it's actually quite right that you know, if if we were ever in a situation that I sort of go, if you needed me to, I want to sort of know what you would need for me and i feel it'd yeah. be bad of me to shirk away from and that to be com- and to be comfortable enough to come and talk to me about it as well yeah come right? and also yeah. like i'm sorry men let's do that and, th- and this specifically is men get mm-hmm. over yourselves if you have to go into a shop and buy tampons just fucking do it like do it. we know that we oh, know yes. they're not for you we we know it we we yeah. know that they aren't yes. for you like it, because you're buying them for someone else to get over it because women get fucking shamed for what period products that they use from mm. other women this does happen like, I refused to buy myself sanitary products for years because someone made a comment about the decision of products that I used. And as a result, I what refused to buy myself. Yeah, I know, it's so stupid, but it really made me self-conscious. Mm. So yeah. I didn't buy sanitary products until, like, a couple of years ago because mm. I could rationalise that, you know, it's a fucking dumb thing to judge me for. But, like, you know... Mm. It was easier to send a male per- male presenting person to go in because they weren't going to get judged yeah. because they knew it wasn't for them. And like this person yeah. who judged me was a close friend. What in my head, I was like, well, what the hell is this female cashier thinking of me? Yeah, I saw the other day, and I, you know, when you almost want to high five a stranger and just go, you've done, a good, you've done a good thing there. Which is, I saw a, a dude on Facetime with his missus at the at the, at the shelves, going, I I can't remember the ones that you want. Can you? Look at just, them just and, and show the me, ones. and you go. What a yeah. champion! Well, yeah. if you're listening, uh, if you well, know well that done, that's mate. you, well done you. Yeah, uh, um, I've got to say, when I wrote that answer about the female anatomy class, I was mainly thinking about the clitoris, but I do like. No, I do like that we've touched upon that. I'm sorry, dudes. If you can't work out where the clit is, like it's it, it, it's not hard. It's it really hard. isn't. My, uh, if I if I may, if we. But jump onto uh, so I've gone very similar vein, to, you know, total grand gesture. And what would I would really love 
on the on Valentine's Day is if uh, my you know my my partner took my hands in their hands, looked me in the eyes, and just said, "I've done the dusting." Ah, uh, no. <laughs> oh. because and not because what? I expect that to be done by my partner, but dust dusting is the one chore that I, for whatever reason, my, my particularly my bedroom. I don't know how it gets so dusty. I dust really regularly. It irritates me. It also uh, irritates my chest if I don't keep up on top of it. It's just mm. the one. If someone turned around to me and just went, "I've done, I've done that for you," I'd go, "Oh, good lord, that, you're that." That would be me in ironing. Yeah. Don't like, think grand. This is the thing with grand gestures. It is. It's the effort thing. Mm. Yes, and I suppose that we, a grand gesture is going to depend on. The grand gesture is not necessarily, you know, the Grand Canyon is grand because it's so big and exciting, right? But something that's grand to you might not actually have to necessarily be so big, no. yeah. right? You know, it could be something. Not everyone thinks the Grand Canyon is that impressive. Exactly right. You know, they much might prefer to do the ironing or the dusting, mm. or in my case, it would be to, you know, like bleach the bathroom because, you know, I love shiny taps, really don't want to do it myself. I wonder, uh, yeah, I wonder if also the thing with Valentine's Day should be if you're in a, you know, if you're in an established couple. I, I was talking, I was talking to someone before Christmas, so I'm going to, you know, to link the two holidays, but I thought this was brilliant, that, where they were telling about what they do for Christmas dinner. And their Christmas dinner is uh, what their favourite thing is. What their favourite thing yeah. is. So there's no preset thing. Whatever your favourite thing is, it's Christmas Day, have what you want. I sort of think if you're in an established couple, maybe it's the day where you go, I need yeah, a th- I want. need a thing or whatever that thing might be, whether it's a bit saucy or a bit mundane, whatever it be. But this is the day I need. This is the day I need a thing, and it's that day, right? And mm-hmm. it's the day to go. Well, fuck it. All right. We we know Connor. I'm just gonna say we know Connor. We know someone who uh, had 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 a had an encounter with someone who pulled out uh, tarpauling and asked them to do things to them whilst covered in baked beans. Right. Oh now that's God, the thing yes, that maybe do. you don't you can't. For many reasons, you can't indulge in all the time. But if Valentine's Day for that couple became Baked Bean Day, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah. That, Do you which, reckon they also have a podcast, but theirs is going to be sponsored by Heinz? I'm so sorry, I've got to do the joke. Do you reckon that couple spends so much time flicking the bean? <laughs> Very nice. Well, if that doesn't I'm gonna prove go. to you how 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 apt we are, how much we should be in charge of this holiday... I don't know what will. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming back and sticking with us. We really appreciate you coming back and listening to Fool's Follies Perfect Guides, brought to you by myself, Connor Maud, Darren Hill, and Nicole Housie. I made it realise that sounds like it's four people. Then Connor Maud is just me, the person talking, referring to myself in the third. We have been Fool's Folly. What I would quickly like to do is just give a little shout about what's happening this month at Fool's Folly. Because since we were last in your little ear holes, many things have happened. Darren, would you like to tell the people a little bit about what's happening this month? We do live stuff now. Yeah! It's Woo! great. We do. We run, we run a live comedy night uh, at the Bedford Inn in Ramsgate called Fool's Folly's Chuckle Club. Uh, and our next night will be on the 15th of February. It is not a Valentine's Day special. Probably will get mentioned at some point. Uh, but it's, it's not a Valentine's Day special. Um, it, it, Wednesday, 15th of February at the Bedford Inn. Uh, start time, 7.30. Uh, 
uh, we've got an amazing lineup, including Matt Wills, Nicole Housie, Connor Maud, Brooke Betty, uh, myself as the host, because they've made a mental decision to let me host a Not to Valentine's Day special, and the return of the one-liner headliner, the sexiest man in comedy, Trevor motherfucking Feelgood, is headlining mm. the event. Uh, tickets are a fiver plus booking fee. It's so fucking reasonable. So if you are in Thanet or you're prepared to come to Thanet, uh, if you want, a, if you want a good night of comedy, go check us out. It will be. I, th- I imagine all the links will be in the episode description. That they will. That they will indeed. Obviously, the other thing that is returning, Nicole Housie, is All Rise Four. Do you want to tell people a little bit about that and when that might be returning to people's ears? I would love to tell people about that. So, uh, yes, we are bringing back the your favourite podcast, All Rise 4, um, for a brand new season. It will be coming back on the day of the coronation, which will be the 6th of May this year. Woo! So please make sure your ears are keen and ready. We have already got some amazing guests lined up for you. And, of course, it will be the first set of series debuting me as a host every so often so obviously i joined uh fool's folly after the seasons of all rise fall so this will be the first time i'm actually going to be help interviewing for the position of monarch so if you like well if you don't actually like the royal family that's not necessarily a criteria for this podcast (laughs) so almost the opposite pretty much Mm. if you love listening to people um talk about why they'd be a good ruler and you like any of us just come listen it is completely free and there are th- there are three of us now, so the chances are you do like at least one of us. Yes, you know you've got a thirty three point three three two percent chance. Even if you just like one of us, you've got you've got a bit of enjoyment to it. But in a way, that's not the only podcast we've got com- we've got coming. So Connor, I think I'll show hand hand back to you because of course we're doing perfect guide for Valentine's. Yes, of course, but that is not the only perfect guide that will be happening. Many times throughout the year, people need help. And we here at Falls Folly think we are qualified enough to give you the perfect guide to do that. Coming up, we might have things like the perfect guide to Easter, the perfect guide to April Falls, and many other things in between. The thing I really want to stress, though, is if you have something that you think you need a perfect guide for, send an email, let us know on Twitter, drop us a message on Instagram, or let us know here on Spotify or Apple, what you would like a perfect guide for. And here at Fool's Folly, we will find the perfect way to do that thing. (gasps) Thank you ever so much for listening to this, the first episode back of Fool's Folly's Perfect Guides. I have been your host, Connor Moyles, joined as always by Mr. Darren Hill and Ms. Nicole Halsey. Thank you ever so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye. Au revoir.